I'm in a suit day and night, yeah, I done slay for it I never knew that if I rap, I could get paid for it State to state, different cities with the gang touring He ain't a beast, if he play, I had the gang storm him It's on the love of you, my brother, we got the same story Yeah, what you know about a kick, though You wasn't with me, I was running in that house, bro Trying to get rid of Beautiful people, beautiful people <laughs> Beautiful people, what's happening? Man, what, what's happening with y'all? Welcome to the show's public comment, my show where I kind of just say and do kind of whatever i want to because it's my show you know what i'm saying well welcome hope everyone had a great weekend um it is it is fantastic to be in a position where you can wake up and just be alive and live that's incredible and 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 where you wake up at where where you might wake up in your bed you might wake up on the couch you might wake up outside on the patio you might wake up outside in the car you might wake up outside at the park you might wake up at the beach you might wake up in a mountain you might wake up in a hotel you might wake up outside wherever you wake up man embrace that normal whatever that not normal is embrace it and that's why i say to young folks all the time embrace your normal whatever it may look like you are uniquely and purposely designed to be just like that. Whatever it is, if 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 you're short, embrace it. If if you if you can only grow here, like out the left patch corner of your of your of your scalp, if 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 you can only think of words that start with the letter Q, if if you don't, if you don't like macaroni and you 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 like cheese but not macaroni, whatever your normal is, embrace it. That's why we are all the way we are different. We all have our own fingerprints. <clears throat> then stop being like everybody else and embrace your normal, man. Because that's what we're about, embracing the normal. Hope y'all had a great weekend. Hope y'all was safe. You you spent time with the loved ones. That's all that matters. Um, I had the, the my weekends are always phenomenal because the grandson is here. And um, let me just if if you don't know grandfatherhood, I can't explain it to you. Um, I love it. I embrace it. That little dude is my heart. Grandson, love you to death, man. Um, enjoy today and smile. You are you are the beacon of positivity. Yes, sir, grandson, beacon of positivity. Hey, welcome to the show. Let me get on. I just want to make sure everyone was safe. Um, we had some turn of events today. Again, I can't make up the topics of where this show goes. It kind of just real life kind of just leads me to where I got to go. Uh, but I always try to make sure that it's about education, positivity, and motivation. And again, they may not be apparent, those three separate identities. But I hope that in the message, you can extrapolate. And that means remove. Um, the, 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 the positivity, the education, and the motivation in which where I'm going. So if I could real quick just get into the sponsors, which aren't necessarily Black-owned businesses, but again, the tie is there for the Black-owned aspect of our community. Um, the first one, cats my age may automatically uh, go to the football aspect. Younger folks may go to the movie aspect. Mr. James Brown, 
Mr. James Brown, not that James Brown, Mr. James Nathaniel Brown, better known to you as Jim Brown. That's right, Jim Brown, the former running back of the Cleveland Browns from 1957 and 1965, the former running back of the University of Syracuse. Uh, what what I found most appealing, now, I'd never seen this man play football. I've seen videos just like everyone else. I do know he stepped away at his peak. For a, for a, for a lack of better terminology, mental stimulation. Football was great. Football, but I, in, I, he needed something else. He needed something else. And if you just think about that time, that time, 1965, he, he won an MVP. You, you, you can't get no higher. Than, 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 than you're, you're, you're at the peak of the best in your profession. And you walk away because um, you see that there is a need of your action required in the community. We're talking with the civil rights era, okay? He's seen that. He, he I got to do something else. Now, saying not football is not my passion. I, I got to do something else. So he transitioned into movies. Now, I don't know why he did movies. I'm not going to, but I, I can sense the understanding. Say, listen, now I get a different audience. I can, I can use this platform as well to service and, 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 and progress the movement of my community. Damn it. Let me do it. Don't knock me. Let me do it. And he did it. And he continues to be a stalwart in our community to this day. And that's why I'm taking this time to make sure that I recognize him and pay homage while he's alive. The good brother, Jim Brown. Here's your flowers. I appreciate your gifts. I appreciate you standing guard for the movement of our community, sir. Nothing but respect. I love it to death. Um, and you know, with that, I, I, I'm going to get to the next sponsor, but I want to say with the, because it's football and I coach youth football, I got eight year olds and, and I, and I, I coach because I want to bring a different aspect to coach and I want to coach outside the box. I know they need to learn X's and O's. I know they need to know stance and formation and this gap and that hole. I understand those things. But at the same time, I want to teach them how to be young men. I want to teach them how to look a man in the eye when you're having a conversation. I want them to know how to walk with your head up, win or lose. I want them to know self-esteem and, and, and self-confidence comes through failure. And if you're scared to fail, you can never appreciate the, the wonderfulness of being triumphant. Okay. And I got that, I got that verbalized to me over this weekend after our game. The opposing coach came over and made it a point to address that very aspect. And he said, and I won't not verbatim, but you guys uh, do a great job with that team. And it, and, 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 I, and he, you know, he said some other words and I was just like, wow, I totally, forget. the game didn't even matter at that point then, but it was just like, he took the time to come over and say, great job, you know? And I, and I was like, cool, you know, because that's where, that's what it's about. Um, the one thing I would like to just say really quick, you know, to my young brothers and to the brothers, that's my age, that's out there coaching any youth sport. Yeah, I know because I used to be one. We aggressive, we loud. We were, yeah, just let's 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 understand. Let's take a little bit step back. 
and say, hold on, man, let me, let me, let me see how I can approach this situation better. They missed that assignment. They did it. So whatever the case is, they're still young. I, I got eight year olds. They're still young. Okay. It to me, and this is just me about 15 years ago, it dawned on me. Most of these young cats, I get six, seven years old. They come the first day of practice. I am the first person in their life who has baritone in their voice. So automatically I'm intimidating. I'm fearful. Okay. They, and, and they took me, okay, hold on. I got, there's a different way I can address this to get my point across. Right. So again, bros, I'm not saying I don't appreciate y'all. I'm not saying that y'all doing it the wrong way. All I'm saying is just keep that in mind. So we deliver the message a little bit better, you know, because unlike I, I love Charles Barkley, loving that boy to death. But we are role models. These young men look up to us. They want to be us. They want to impress us. They want to make sure that uh, uh, they're doing the right thing in our eyes. So we are role models. So let me get off that. But yeah, appreciate you, uh, Mr. James Brown. Second, last but not least, I had the outstanding opportunity, uh, me and my most beautiful, to go and see this man in person. I was like a couple of rows away from him. And, uh, you know, I got a bromance, uh, infatuation, if you will, with good bros that just are word geniuses. Dr. Cornell West, this man, when he speaks, the words are perf purposeful. They're precise, pristine, and powerful. He gets his point across in his words. Like, I, 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 when, when I had the opportunity to go see him, I, I said, I gotta go see this man. You know, I, I, him and James Baldwin, I can listen, I, just let me hear them talk, you know? And and I'm gonna sit there and say, wow, man, can you hear that? The, the, their words paint the picture. When your words paint a picture, my man, you do. When your words paint a picture, the message is clean. Now, <laughs> the the message is clear. Uh, Dr. Cornell West, alumni of Princeton, yes, sir, Princeton, philosopher, activist, social critic. What I love about the social critic is you, if you right or wrong, he he gonna let it you know. Right or wrong, he gonna let you know. He ain't gonna mince his words. He's keeping it 100 every single time. I love that to death about him because in a time when people wanna have safe conversations, we need real conversations. And the good bruh, Dr. Cornell West, has real conversations wherever you see him. I'm telling you, if you have a chance to go check him out, please do so. You will not be disappointed. He got uh, books, too many to be me, for me to be here right here, just naming them off but I thought they was practical for today. Just ones I want to highlight really quick. One is the radical King. Everything in that, everything in that title tells you what you need to know. The radical King. Um, hope on a tightrope, hope on a tightrope. The words right there tell you everything. Hope on a tightrope. And you know, the one I, I, I like, uh, brother West living and loving out loud, living and loving out loud. Now I don't know this man. Don't know why he, Put that title there i have no clue but from me my thought is that that is just the absolute slap in the face to the white community because the, the white community likes to sensationalize us black men and they don't put those three words together living uh black men and um loving and right there we are doing both and we can do both well, or actually we'll do all three we do all three very well every single day they just don't sensationalize it because it's so much easier to talk about what happened um at the drive-by or, or whatever last night um, but they don't talk about how many of us are doing these three things simultaneously every single day good bruh 
Dr. West, I appreciate you, man. Um, if someone knows this man, that's listening, please share it to him because I mean, I just I adore the dude. He 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 is a he is a treasure. Just his his words, his delivery to already. He's a word genius. Love him to death. That's our sponsors, Jim Brown and the good brother, Dr. Cornell West. Appreciate you guys' gift. I want to make sure that while you're alive, we don't wait to get you flowers. I want to give you something you can rejoice in now. Thank you for your gifts. Thank you what you do. Thank you for being the watchman at the checkpoints as we go through this journey of our community moving forward to progressiveness. Without people, without strong will and purposefully for the cause, people like Mr. Brown and Dr. West, we I'm not doing this show. I know that's a lot, but I'm not doing this show. We need people in this effort to move us along that's going to stand guard and make sure that things are being done the way they're supposed to be done. Now it's my time to do that. I'm going to make sure I stand guard at my checkpoint and make sure that the work and the action is getting done and we just ain't out here checking boxes and say, oh, look at me, we're checking boxes because we're inclusive now. Nope. Anyway, spot. There we go. Um, today's topic. Um, it's unfortunate we lost a great man today. Okay. I'm, I'm, I hope to be very, very uh, deliberate in the words that I utilize from here on out for the rest of this show. We know you are born and then you die. These are the two things that happen. Uh, it's not a good thing. No one wants to die. Maybe some of us do. I don't know. Um, but today, death won when it came to Mr. Colin Powell. Now, this, this I want to make sure I'm, I'm clear. I'm not being disrespectful. I didn't throw the prefixes out there that he's acclimated, that he's accumulated, that he's accrued over his professional career. I did that purposefully. Because I heard a lot of people today uh, when they was expressing their sorrow and, 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 and offering their condolences and empathy, the prefix was thrown out there, you know, abundantly, loud, and clearly, rightfully so. But I just want to make sure that I address what I think is important to me because of where I'm at in my life. And this journey is that we understand he was a black man. He was a husband a father and a son. Okay. And I'm not, I'm not saying in that order, but I'm saying those are the important factors of this man's life. He's a black man. He's a husband, a father and a son. His, his accolades are, are, are clear. They're well documented. And I, I respect that. However, and I go back to what I talked about before. Without the Emancipation Proclamation, none of his prefixes matter. They're invalid. He's a black man first. And because of the Emancipation Proclamation, then he could go out and um, stockpile all his his uh, prefixes, which I commend, I applaud, I respect, and I value. But at the end of the day, I want to make sure we value, we address, we see, we acknowledge him as a black man, 
as a husband, as a father, and as a son. Okay. And 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 that was very clear today of all the things he's done. I, again, I just want to make sure that I'm purposefully clear that I want to make sure that I, I I respect his his wife, his children, and his parents, uh, of his presence, his humanity, his life, the fabric of his heart beating his livers working, his organs working. He was a human being walking on this earth. Now he done took a race and put us in positions where we had never seen before. As everyone has said today um, in, in, in their condolences, they start off with he was the first black United States Secretary of State. That's phenomenal. That's fun. That's one and that's where I'm trying to go. So we make sure we start getting away from he was the first this or she was the first that. So yes, he was. And he he opened that up. That's a door knockdown. That's a watchman, just like Dr. West and, and, and Mr. Brown. There was a watchman on duty to say, We haven't been here. Hold on. Check us off. We've been there now. Now somebody else got to come and hold this spot down. So we got to educate our young folks that you can become the secretary of state, okay? He was an army general. He became the youngest chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staffs. Phenomenal in itself, okay? Now, with all of those said, and I respect them all because I think they're phenomenal, and we need more bros, and especially sister girls in these positions, okay? This is, this is where... I'm probably going to flip the script and lose some of you, unlike the total hypocrisy of this country. Because this was the very man, this was the very man appointed by then-President Ronald Reagan to be part of the White House staff. Then he became, you know, Secretary of State, Joint Chief of Staff. He was the man, he was the man that told Bush, President Bush at that time, hey, listen, I got confirmed sources <laughs> that, that this particular country got weapons of mass destruction. That's all Bush needed to hear. Then it was on. Then it was on. This man basically became the scapegoat of angry white people who wanted nothing but murder and mayhem to someone's head to fall. Immediately goes into war. No weapons of mass destruction were ever found. None, none. And this man had to man up and say, yep, that's on me. That's on me. I, I'm the one that made that call. And I think that's just so effed up. I, I didn't want to put that, the real word in there because of who I'm somebody, but that was so effed up. You know, it, 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 I do another show with some good bros, but it's always... White society. Now, again, if I got white listeners, well, I'm sure I do. I love y'all to death. I got white people. Here I go, sounding like a white man. I got black friends. I'm saying white society. I'm not saying white people. White society. When black folks get to going, when we start to really get our feet and we get, we get the wind behind our back, we move and we making progress, here comes the old Charlie Brown, right? We ready to kick the ball. We ready to kick the ball and win the game. And then what happens? White folks pull that ball right from under us. Whoop! Fall flat on our back. We get the first black man to be secretary of state. And then we want to take the most 
tragic uh, case of domestic terrorism that hit this land and, and say, we're going to go in because of what this man said. That's going to be our retaliation because of what this man said. That's I, I can't even understand that part. I can't even. And to his credit, he stood up like a man and said, yep, I said it. I was wrong, but I said it, right? And now, again, where I might lose some more folks is I heard a lot of black folks today talking about, you know, rest in power, first black man, we appreciate you, blah, blah, blah. And this is my, my area of hypocrisy. Is some of these, not all, some of these folks who were he was offering condolences and saying, you know, rest in power, black man, power, you know, this. Some folks was calling this man a coon when he was in the White House. What this coon doing up there hanging out with the white folks? What the? He said the same thing about uh, Condoleezza Rice. When we get into powers that positions we've never been in, some of us in my community want to now just just without without reason. He's a coon. She's a coon. She's a sellout. He, now, again, if you in this community, if you from this community, then you know a coon when you see a coon. And I want to be real careful when I say that. If you see, if, if, if you're from this community, you know someone who has forgotten their identity. That person is about the titles, <laughs> about the prefixes. They're about the doctor. They're about the, the surgeon. They're about the president. They're about the general. They're about the full bird colonel. They're about the principal. They're about the, the whatever that title is that they aspire to be. They forgot about the cause. They forgot about who they are, where they came from, and the struggle in which it took for them to get to where they are. That's, that's that person. We all know that person, and you don't even have to be black to know that person. We know who that person is, but without just, just because a person got into a position we've never in, been in before, we gotta be careful when we just start calling them out. Man, you don't belong, hold on, man. Now, I got, for me, because I, I like to be transparent, and I, I'm, I'm a hypocrite. In 2001, 2002, 2003, before I became enlightened on what, where I'm at right now, I shouldn't say like, before I, Woke up. I, I don't like to use that term woke because that before I got to where I have an understanding of how things work. That's when I before I got to a position where I have an understanding on things work. I probably just say, Well, look at what is he, what's that coon doing there? And at that time I didn't know Dr. Cornell West. I didn't know James Baldwin. I didn't know Langston Hughes. I didn't know these people because it wasn't taught to me. It wasn't I it wasn't ever introduced to me that you can be Secretary of State and be black. I didn't know you could be an Arthur and be black. I didn't know you could do these things and be black at the same time and still be about the cause. That's the hard part right there. So today, I, you know, I'm listening to that and I was just like, wow, they praising this man when he's gone, but they was talking bad about him when he was here. This is clear across the board, forget race. People talking bad about this man for whatever reason, right? And then it goes back to the, the to the book I mentioned by Dr. West, The Radical King. You know, today people across this world admire, sensationalize, uh, rejoice in the name of Dr. 
Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. But at that time, the man, I don't think the people liked him too much. The white folks didn't like him too much. He was an instigator, agitator, a protester, a rioter. He was a radical. He was trying to change the very fabric, the creation of this country. He was trying to change that by himself. Well, I shouldn't say by himself, but he was the face. He had to take the brunt of all the anger, of all the hatred, all the bigotry that white society had to offer because he was a radical. He was trying to change things. Now, he was trying to do it in a peaceful way. He was using some very loving, careful, sensitive words, but, but he was still causing a problem. He was an agitator. The FBI didn't tap this man for nothing. The FBI didn't tap him because they love him and they was planning on giving every working person a day off in his name. That's not why the FBI tapped this man. No, he was a instigator. He was a protester. He was actively trying to change the economic well-being of this country. Let that say. People want to just go to the to the racial part, which he did. And that was, yep. He's trying to change the economic fucking structure component of this country. Now we want to adore him. Honestly, we, folks want to adore him. And what's the, what's the the hypocrisy part about that? When you know, and looking at uh, Mr. Powell is when, when, when now white folks have well, not folks, white folks mainly white society has sayings and pictures of Dr. King in their house, on their office, you know, peace and love and no color and this, that, and the third, and that's fine. That's fine. But when we start to fight and request and demand some justice, some liberties, some privileges, now those same white folks is throwing that shit right back in our face. Well, if Dr. King was alive today, he'd tell you to calm down and be... Really? He was telling young folks to go sit in at counters and, and, and in restaurants. You can't have it both ways, man. So that's, that's what I'm trying to say. That's why I say I want to recognize what we do today for the people that's here today. That's why it was important for me to put their uh, names out there. Mr. Brown, Dr. West, Colin Powell. We lost you today, good sir. I know you as a general. Outstanding. Thank you for your service. Thank you for being the first black secretary of state. Man, that's phenomenal. I'm moving to make sure that we get more uh, black folks, Asians, Latinos into that same seat. Females as well into that same seat so we can make sure we have watchmen standing guard at the checkpoints for when these plans and these operations and these procedures and all of these, these programs put in place, they need to be acted upon. There needs to be results. There's, there needs to be accountability to make sure that progress is being made for the community. Mr. Colin Powell, sir, general, I appreciate you. Thank you to his family for allowing us his time that he could do what he needed to do to, to, can you imagine? Can you imagine? You see what happened to the NFL coach with his emails? Can you imagine the emails General Powell got? 
Can you, what, if, what if Dr. Martin Luther King was, imagine the, his email inbox. Imagine his spam folder. <laughs> did, did it, see, we don't take that in. We don't take that in. We just say, oh, look at that black man in there. Uh, you know, so we got some folks calling him a, a coon and a sellout. We got white folks. Just, he, why is he in there? You know, all of it. The pressure that it takes to be the first. <laughs> I don't think but that's, that's why ain't a lot of us. Some of us ain't wired that way. Some of us aren't, aren't designed that way. When I was talking in the beginning about being embracing your normal, some of us don't have that normality wire to say, go ahead and be uh, strong and be fearless and be remarkable and be, have the audacity and tenacity to do something, to be, to be different, to show young folks that look like you, you can do that. And they are going to call you names and they are going to say this and they're going to do this to you. But do you have the backbone to stand there and do it? Mr. Colin Powell, thank you, sir. Um, Dr. West, Mr. Brown, love y'all, man. Appreciate what y'all do to put me in a position to do what I do. All right. Hey, that's the show today. If I told you how I started, you wouldn't even believe me. So I'm not going to get it. But that was the show today. Hope you appreciate Please share it with someone. Let them tune in. All right. As always, go have a conversation with someone that don't look like you or don't sound like you. And you might learn something. Till next time, people. Love yourself. Love someone else. And grow better. Shout out Bird. Hey. These people do not understand. I'm moving as fast as I can. Sending my prayers to God. He doing whatever he can. I'm way too deep in this field. But fuck it, I'm taking a chance. That boy thinking he is a beast. I'm knocking him off his stance. These people do not understand. I'm moving as fast as I can. Sending my prayers to God. He doing whatever he can. I'm way too deep in this field. But fuck it, I'm taking a chance. That boy thinking he is a beast. I'm knocking him off his stance. And we rolling that dope up again. Ready to go spin again. That bitch gon' do what she do. But she know a young nigga the man. And